All my life, you have been faithful. All my life, you have been so, so good. Um, <laughs> I want to talk about the, the goodness of God. This is, this is, you know, you say, the goodness of God. I'm here to tell you, and by the time I'm done, you're going to, basically what I'm going to tell you is that God is good. And, and I know it sounds like, well, yeah, he is. Big whoop. What a heavy revy that is, you know. I got all dressed up to come and hear that. <laughs> but in his goodness, when we know his goodness, it really does a change. And that's why it is so important that, that, that we, we say it all the time. We teach about it. We talk about it. We, we pray that people know it. We, we do our best to... Um, uh, communicate in every way possible with one another the goodness of God because of the, uh, be, also because we know of the effect that it has. It, it certainly changes us. It's certainly a part of, of our new heart because of what we receive from God is what we're able to give out. And, and though I might have a million miles of growth yet to go, I'm so thankful for the changes that have taken place in here, aren't you? I mean, in your own heart, not just in Rick's heart. <laughs> yeah, I'm thankful that you've done something with Rick, too. Um, <laughs> um, but it's also uh, what it does is when we know that he's good, and I'm just talking about absolute good, when we really know it, and, well, of course, most people will say it. Probably all of us here would say, yeah, I know God is good. But the depth of it, to the degree that we know God is good, that's, that's where we will trust him, right? Even when things don't look right. You can still trust him because if we don't know he's good and things don't look right, then you're, 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 you feel like you're kind of all, all alone in this thing, right? And uh, not trusting, not, not trusting comes from not knowing that God is good. And when we don't trust, that's the reason that in our life situations, and we all deal with it, um, we, you can get fearful in situations, right? Afraid. Um, we get afraid and then we try, to, we try our best to control the situation. And, and sometimes too much of that can get kind of ugly because it starts in, in, encroaching and infringing on, on other, uh, other people's lives many times. But it, it, not trusting is what causes us to feel extreme stress in certain situations. And if any of these things, we, all, we, you know, some of you say, well, I'm feeling that or that happens to me often. That's certainly not an indictment on anybody. We've all, we all deal with life and we've all felt these things. But, but I do know that knowing his goodness and trusting him has had an effect to where, uh, for me personally, I feel fear and stress much less than I once did. Um, those instances seem to be fewer and farther between. I seem to be more flexible in hard situations, right? That's our growth. We notice that in our life. And that's because we're knowing more of his goodness and we're trusting more. We know him personally and everything really comes down to that. I, was, I, I, I wasn't uh, here last week, but I was able to hear Matt's message. Thank God for the live streams and thank God for the recordings and, and, uh, uh, and, and, and basically what what he was talking about was in all of these things, it all funnels down to, 
to being convinced of him, knowing him. It's this relationship with him that does the changing. Uh, we call it grace, <laughs> does the changing. But if we don't trust, we'll, we can feel afraid. We can feel stress. We can feel frustration. Um, we'll feel alone sometimes in this because we don't, it's, it, can we really trust God? You know, somebody will tell me sometimes, uh, you know, maybe somebody will mention someone that I don't know or maybe I have just met but don't really know and they say yeah oh Fred he's a he's he's a really really great guy you should get to know him and I'm like well I believe what you said okay he's a great guy and then if I meet him and then I'm like now I've got my own relationship here like so-and-so says he's a great guy but will he be a good guy with me does maybe maybe this great guy doesn't like me maybe he doesn't connect with me or whatever you know and it really comes down to a personal thing and if we don't have a really a good trust the word faith could be used a good trust and sometimes we we can feel alone in our situation and that's where the questions come up does God care does God hear me is God going to do something about this will I have to keep struggling in this is it going to get worse and we have all these fears and all these questions and 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 really it's because we have felt alone since the uh, you know the beginning of time basically the fall of man and we have we and and we made that choice to go on our own and have felt so so lonely in the sea of billions of people on, on earth we feel like we're alone in our situations we're having to carry the the, the, the weight of this world on our on our own shoulders uh, so often and our spiritual growth really is 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 coming to know the person who is what we were singing about, this person that really is faithful, this person who really is so, so good. Yes, he's omnipresent, omnipowerful, omni-everything, but he is a person with a heart, with, a, with, with, with thoughts towards us, with intentions towards us. And the gospel story tells us that, that he loved us so much, God so loved the world that he gave his life, and he gave his life so he could be with us in death. He wanted to be with us, no matter what it would cost him, at no cost to us that's love Psalms 34 verse 8 says oh taste and see that the Lord is good blessed is the man that trusts in him so today's a taste of goodness and if we can taste and see we can taste in a in a in a in a, in a, 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 a greater way here then there's gonna be greater trust because the man that trusts in him is blessed that has that has tasted his goodness now how good is God this is what we want to look at how really good is it and 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 Clark made a statement here one time that just so, was so simple but it just says it says we are all going to be absolutely amazed some way, somehow, someday, we will all be absolutely amazed at how good God really is once we really know. <laughs> and we see him and know him without any filters. And it's just God. It's us and God. And it's nothing but absolute goodness. The Bible says in 1 John chapter 1, verse 5, for instance, that God is light and in him is no darkness at all. That means absolute light, whatever that looks like. There's light in here right now, a certain degree of light, but there's also darkness in the room because it can get lighter. This is not absolute light in this room. It's even lighter out there in the, out there in the lobby, but, it's, but that's not absolute light either. It can get brighter than that. 
He's absolute light with no darkness at all. He is absolute life with no death at all. He is absolute love with no whatever the opposite of that would be, no fear at all. There's no fear in love, right? He's absolute. He's absolute good. We created what, what was it? everything was good. When the earth was without, without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep, God was good to it. Let there be light. And light was. And it was, it was himself he was giving to the earth. He didn't create the sun that day. That was later on. But he created, he, he brought himself, his light into that situation. God loves he loves he loves he's good he gives and 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 all that and it's and it's funny when i um sometimes in my travels when i'm i'm bringing about this and, and everybody says god's good and god loves us but but what i find out is is the limitations we put upon his goodness and on his love yeah god is love but god is good god is good rick but and so I want to give you a picture, to open your heart and just, just consider what if God is absolute in his goodness, that there's nothing less than that about him. And that's why everything he created when he made it, what did he say? It was good, it was good, it was good. Somebody said, well, why are so many bad things in the world? Well, man did that. God didn't do that. He made it good. He made it good. The reason there's, if they, there's so many ugly things in the world is because uh, at the heart of the human condition is the condition of the human heart. And God did something about that. He says, here's what I'll do. I'll give you a new heart. How about that? I'll take away that hard heart hmm, that brings pain, that hurts you, and it hurts people, and it, you know, it just brings a mess. I'll take away that hard heart, and I'll give you a soft heart. I'll give you my heart. I'll put my ways inside of you. I'll put my thoughts inside of you. And you will know me. And he talks about the people knowing him. He just, he's, his, whole, his whole intention from the beginning, in Genesis, uh, where he creates man, was a whole thing that love, goodness, wanted an object for goodness to receive, to be good to. To be good to. He, um, when we take, talk about absolutes, um, an example that we can look at is, um, there's this, this scientific calculation of absolute cold, to give us a sort of a graphic of it. An absolute, absolute cold where there's absolutely no heat at all in that air would be right at very, very close to 460 degrees below zero. How cold have you been? I have actually been in zero degree weather. I know people that have been in colder than that, 30 below. I've been in zero. Once it's, to me, once it's past that, it's, it's, it, it doesn't, you know, it's like falling from 20 feet is the same as falling from 20,000 feet to me. It's just, it's too much, <laughs> right? <laughs> and it's, and, 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 and I've been in zero degree weather, and I, to think that, that's net, that there's a lot of heat in that air, right? If absolute cold is 460 degrees below zero, to even imagine, try to imagine, wow, what if it was 100 degrees below zero? How cold is that? But it's nowhere close to absolute cold. There's still a lot of heat mingled in in those air molecules. 
And so when we think of absolute goodness, it goes beyond human comprehension. And the Bible uses those terms, doesn't it? It talks about a love that passes understanding, that goes beyond knowledge. It means you cannot quantify it. You cannot, you, you cannot measure it. Nothing about you knows how to measure how good God is. And that's why I say how, no matter how good I say God is, it will not come close to how good he really is. We can't, we can't do it. He's going, he is better than that. Now, there's confusion that people have. They say, okay, I see it. I, I believe that. I'm, what you're saying is making sense to me. But, but why all of these things? And, and, and how can you know that? And, and what about all the bad things that experience? And why is it so tough? And why am I praying? And, and it still seems like, like I'm getting nothing. Uh, maybe we can help with that. By just talking about this person, this God, and letting him, letting him be, uh, be good to us. Now, we've got a, a graphic here. And I'll, I'll show you a picture of, of, of something. And this is a if we have it, is, a, is a, a picture of a tornado coming through a neighborhood. And I've heard situations like this where somebody, so you see one row of the house, one side of the street is untouched, the other one's demolished. And I've had friends in situations like this. And so the ones on the side of the street, let's say you live in one of those, those, those homes, you're coming to church on Sunday and you are bragging about how, God, how good God was to you when that tornado came through. You're going to say it destroyed the whole neighborhood except for a few houses on our side of the street, and I was one of them. I'm praising God because God is good. But what about the people on this side of the street? Right? They also go to your church, maybe. And are they coming to church saying, Woo, God is good? Maybe, actually. Because the question is, is God good to the ones on the on the on, on the undestroyed side of the street and if he is is he also good to the ones that were in these homes is god good all the time is he good well now we're going to look at that and the reason i brought this up is because a lot of times we measure goodness by just our our senses we just look at something if it looks good like a good situation or uh, uh you know a, a good circumstance then god is good in that thing but if it's a bad circumstance then god's not good and god's not involved in it and the devil's doing all this stuff you hear you, you know I'm, oh, I'm so glad i'm out of that kind of thinking where everything was it was always like the devil's doing this and the devil's doing that and finally after a while i'm like where is god supposed to be in any of this <laughs> It was almost like the devil. You know, the devil had, has power to just, if he just thinks it and wants to do it, he just goes and does it. But here's God saying, I want to do all this and be all this good to you and all that. And we're trying and we're praying and we're fasting and everything else. And it seems like it's hard to get goodness or, get, or to get, get God to budge. But it seems like the devil can just do anything he wants. But anyway, throw all that stuff away because that doesn't have anything really to do with this. <laughs> Things happen in life, but God is always good. And how is he good? How is he good to the ones that have their homes destroyed? Because he's just good and he, cannot, he can be nothing but good. He cannot change because of circumstances that, that come along, that happen. He is still going to be good. In fact, in those situations, what you can, what you can experience is a goodness of God in a, in a different kind of a way to where when the home has been destroyed, that you can find a God who will not leave you, who will not give up, who will draw near to you, who will comfort you who will counsel you, who will be there with you, and when it feels like you've lost everything, God will be good to you. Let me, let me, let me give you an example, and this is the best thing that I can, I can think of and come up with. And this was uh, something that, that happened in my life. When I think of God's goodness, I think 
of the time I was more aware of how good God was was when my situation was the ugliest it's ever been in my lifetime. And that was when my first wife died, suffered with cancer, and died that kind of death. And she wasn't supposed to die. I'm, I'm a man with faith. I've prayed for people with cancer like that, and they got better. My wife died. I was a caretaker for her. For you. And if you've ever done any, done any of that, you, it's just hard. Trusting God, praying for the best. And the worst still happened. <clears throat> I'm hurt. I'm confused. I don't understand. I'm in shock. I don't know who I am because I've just lost part of my body, it feels like. I don't feel like I know anything. I don't know my future. I don't know if I'll ever speak in a pulpit. I don't know if I got anything to say. I don't know anything. Just boom. Have y'all ever felt like that? <laughs> and in that time, when all the situation looked like, like some people would say God was nowhere to be found, he was found right in the chair with me. And in this hurting heart, somebody was good to it. Somebody was doing what he said that he would do, that he would heal the brokenhearted, and he was healing this heart. He was with me. I felt, I knew, I was aware of his goodness. I heard him speak by his spirit in me. He counseled me. He gave me vision. He, he, he just did what he does. With, he was everything that I needed him to be. What about that situation? I tried my best. Some things I still don't understand, but one thing I know is that God was and is good to me. Somebody said, didn't you ever just feel like throwing up your hand and say, what the hell, God? Did any of you, didn't you ever feel like you were, like, like, just feel like you were mad at God for everything that, that, that had happened? I understand when that happens, and I wouldn't condemn anybody for those feelings at all, because it's hard. But in my situation, that didn't happen at that time. Because even though I didn't understand, one thing I did know, by that time in my life, by the time that happened in my life, I had already come to know and believe that God was good. And I could trust him. Even though this thing happened, here I am, feeling all alone on earth, and I don't know what tomorrow's gonna look like for me at all. In fact, I wrote a book out of this called Trusting the God I Knew with a Future I Didn't. <laughs> because I didn't know anything except that I knew this person. This person who had been good to me before, this person who had nurtured me, this person, I'm talking about God, my father, who took this boy who thought he was unlovable, when I say boy, I mean young man, thought he was unlovable, and somebody loved him, and it was this invisible God who had made himself real to me, and it started changing my heart and changing my life, and, I, and over the years, I developed a trust for somebody, especially once I heard, once, once I heard that how, got an idea of how good God was, and that's when, when I talk about laying on that floor and saying, God, I quit. There's nothing else I can try. I've been trying everything, to, everything this Bible says to be blessed, to be, to be favored, to be whatever, to get rid of sin, everything. <laughs> 
I give up. I don't have any more strength. I don't, I don't know anything. And God says, good, are you done now? I heard that in my spirit. I felt it. I knew it. And it was just like in a moment, I just knew that his grace was sufficient for me and he wasn't asking anything of me. Now, that's good. <laughs> I knew before that God was pretty big. But a God who was this big in my mind suddenly became infinite. I had no way of knowing how good he was because he was better than I could see. I knew it. I knew that because of his grace, when I saw that amazing grace that was sufficient, this must be a good, good God because he's not demanding anything of me. I thought he was demanding that I be more whatever sinless means. I thought he was demanding I'd be stronger. I thought he was demanding that I love more. I thought he was demanding all these things, and I'm striving, and I'm trying, and I can't, I can't, can't ever be satisfied with that. And finally, he says, I don't need any of those things from you. I'm here to give. I love you. And I felt it, and I knew it, and I believed it. And that was the beginning of a change in my life. And since that time, it's been about God. His love is unconditional, unlimited, without any demands, because God is good and he's not good but he is just good and in my worst he was good to me does that make sense to you he was just good i know knew that he was good and his goodness healed my heart like nothing else could have i oh I, maybe i would have had some strength to get up and go on probably would have i'm sure i would have but where would i be today how would i be would I be smiling as much as I do? Would I, would I be so excited about God like I, like I am? I, in a time when I thought I could never be as happy as I once was, would I be standing here honestly feeling happier than I've ever felt in my life? I had no idea with all the, the goodness and the blessing he had ahead of me, one of them being my lovely wife who he gave me so I would have this person perfect for me to walk the rest of my way here <laughs> but God's good he was good to me and because of that I don't know I haven't learned and see I was a faith guy I mean I, I mean I, I was taught faith 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 and sometimes you can get the idea that if we get good enough at this that we can control every little thing and nothing ever bad will ever have to we'll never have to deal with any of those things again and 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 and, and that's a lie Paul faith is powerful and effective and it does move mountains and I've seen it over and over and many of you have too ultimately it's deeper than that it's knowing a God that we're going to be with forever, and he's going to be good to us forever, and we're going to live forever. And death does not get the final say. Death is a moment. Death happens. We're talking physical death, but Jesus said, he that believes will never die. We'll never die. The body drops down. We're still alive right there at that moment. And always going to live, the real us, the real who we are. God is good. See, the point is that God, it's, God is better than just the things happening. God's not good just because he does good things for you, but at, while he does. And even if you're having any challenges and you're having some hard times today, please stop and look at a bigger picture here and realize, and I've seen it over and over again, and I believe it, that there's always much, much more blessing than the hardship that you may be dealing with. I like to quote Elizabeth Barrett Browning who says, says uh, excuse me, earth is crammed with heaven. Earth is crammed with heaven. And we're experiencing that goodness and that blessing. 
because God is good. Earth is crammed with heaven, and every bush is a fire with God, but only he who sees will remove his shoes. It's kind of like taste and see that the the Lord is good. If you know, it changes everything about you, and you become the one that's got the joy to give, that's got the peace and the patience to give. You're the one that's certainly got the goodness and the love to give. Judy wrote a book called The Fresh Fruit of the Spirit, and I love her definition of the fruit of goodness. She says, goodness is what gives extra, and God is good. I can honestly say God has been good to me. I can go back and I can tell you a lot of negative things that have happened. I just shared one with you, but there's a lot of things. I can look at my life and say, oh, man, I don't have this, I don't have that. This, everybody's got more than me in this area. This, I can point at a lot of things. But I know him, and he's being good to me right now. How about you? God is good. He is good whether you got a good report yesterday from the doctor or you got a bad report. God is there, and he's still good. He won't leave. He won't won't let go. He won't forsake, and he will love and be good. He will be good to you because that's all he is. He can't stop being God just because the situation got bad. He will always be good. Psalms chapter 46, verse 1. I want to read this. And it speaks of the goodness of God so beautifully. Verse 1. God is our refuge and our strength. He's a very present help in time of what? Time of trouble. Does the trouble prove whether God is good or bad? Basically, it proves that there's trouble that is to be had once in a while. Remember, Jesus said there is tribulation in the world. But be of good cheer. In me there is peace, and I've overcome the world. Go ahead and be happy. There's stuff going on. But be happy. I've overcome the world. Be happy. In me, in me there is peace. Because what we're talking about it's not superficial. What we're talking about is not just how to, how, to, how to get what we think we want all the time. What we're talking about is somebody that is just good to you. And man, when you know it, you can feel good in any situation. And you can look at it from a higher view, from a God's eye view. And that gives you joy and patience and faith with your situation. That's where it comes from. Not because you were able to strengthen it up. Is that a, was that a phrase at all? You weren't able to <laughs> conjure it up somehow. But because this, listen, I'm talking to somebody who knows that I am weak and I'm foolish. I have failed over and over and over again. But our success is because God is good to us. He's our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. That's why, verse 2, that's why I will not fear. Even though the earth be removed and though the mountains be carried in the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, sea law, that means stop and think about that. Though all this stuff happen, though all those things happen, there is a river. There is a river whose streams will make glad the city of God. The river is the spirit of God in you you carry in you as a part of you all the time and the city of God is you the dwelling place of God you don't get that very briefly revelation says he showed me the bride the lamb's wife I saw a city that's the bride that's you Isaiah chapter 62 says they will call you the city of the living God Zion of the most high they'll call you that 
You're the city, the dwelling place of God, and there's a river in the midst of that city, in the midst of you, and, it all, and that river is the Spirit of God that makes you glad, the closeness that, of, of God that's with you, in you, a part of you, and, he, and there's that river that you always can draw from, you can always drink from. Like Matt was talking about last week, that river you can always drink from and always draw from because God is with us. And that was the whole thing about Jesus coming. He would be called Emmanuel, God with us. Those streams will make us glad, though the waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, he will make us glad. Verse 5, God is in the midst of her. She will not be moved. God will help her just at the break of dawn. The nations raged. That's going on, right? The nations raged. The kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice. The earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Stop and think about that. How good is God that he'll be with you all the time? How good is God that he will not leave you, he'll not forsake you? There is a river, there is a friend. There is a comforter. There's a counselor. When you know he is good, you'll trust him no matter what. You'll trust him through anything. And in anything, you will be glad. Finally, a verse that Judy likes to bring up a lot in Isaiah chapter 32, verse 17. And the work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. That righteousness is that we are right with him. Would you all stand up? Bless you all. Thank you for your time this morning. I pray that goodness goodness be felt and known. Father, <laughs> with this big room of all our people, we've got our own, we've got our lives. We've got our, there's challenges in life, but overall, life is good. We have many blessings, many natural blessings, and we're very grateful and thankful for every single one. But I appreciate you in the times when it looks like we don't have much outwardly. But you're our treasure, and you're good, and you're what's going to always get us through, and you're that's going to be with us throughout all eternity. Um, I pray we can look through all the stuff, all the rigmarole, all the religious stuff and just look at the simplicity of somebody who is love that made this beautiful earth out of love. That we can see the heart Feel that beautiful heartbeat and be at one with it, be at peace with it, be in joy and be in love with it.
a lot of things maybe we don't understand that are happening today or individually in our lives, but oh, I know you, and I know you're good. And wherever anybody's at right now in the midst of their thing, let there be a taste, let there be an awareness of goodness right now. Let the blessing of your goodness just be all up in, in their lives and upon their lives. And let everybody know that all is well and all will always be well throughout eternity for God is good and God is love and we are with him and he's with us. <laughs> Thank you, Father. Thank you for your goodness and your blessing. Thank you for um, giving me the opportunity to say something about you. <laughs> I feel a lot of love for these people, but I know it's just a drop of what you're feeling right now. <laughs> we celebrate you, we love you. We believe, we believe you're so good. <laughs> We're so glad we have you. We're so glad we have you. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Can you all say amen to that? I sure love you guys. Have a wonderful Sunday. It's beautiful out there.